The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Watching figure skating at the Olympics is breathtaking, an incredible mixture of artistry and athletic power. But I've got to admit, sometimes when the score comes in, I've been left a little confused. So ahead of the first Grand Prix in this unique season, which is coming up this weekend, Skate America, we thought we would explore an evergreen question. What is more important in figure skating? Artistry or technicality? And we're going to hear from people like Olympic champion Meryl Davids, US national silver medalist Mariah Bell, her coach and Olympic medalist Adam Rippon, and get a breakdown of what judges are looking for from figure skating expert Jackie Wong. Every note, every word. Quattro. Helping me answer this question is Olympic Channel's new signing, Nick McCarvel. He's covered figure skating and big events, including Sochi 2014 and Pyeongchang 2018. Hello, Nick. You all right? Hi, Ed. Yeah, I mean, what an honor for me to make my channel podcast debut this way. What makes this debate so fascinating for you? How do you appreciate the art that you see on the ice as well as what the athletes are pulling off Technically, I think that's what we're going to try to dissect and discuss today. I mean, on the one hand, we have these young Russian females releasing videos on social media of them landing these incredible jumps in training. And on the other, we have someone like Mariah Bell, who came second at the US Nationals in Greensboro with this beautiful artistic program that got everyone talking online. And then there was this massive standing ovation in the actual arena as well. Yeah, you're right. It is insane what they're doing and the judging, the scores. That's what's really important here to understand all of it. And we're going to discuss some of that today, Ed. But first, um, let's go ahead and hear from Mariah Bell. She's the 2020 U.S. national silver medalist. And I think she summed it up pretty well here. Wanting to push the envelope in terms of artistry is so important because, um, you know, it's figure skating. It's not just figure jumping. And there's this whole other side of our sport that we're so fortunate to have because not all sports have this opportunity to be so creative and artistic and, and tell a story and maybe even be so passionate about movement. Mariah had such an incredible start of 2020. It almost seems like a different world. Well, and, you know, I think too, you know, when we look at COVID realities is, is she was playing to that audience. I mean, the way that she finished that program in Greensboro, she got a standing ovation 10 seconds before she was done. And that's a, you know, maybe a new reality that some of the skaters are looking at without fans. Mm. Some of the younger female competitors are loading their programs with jumps, with four rotations, commonly known as quads, and they look amazing. There's no question about that. And there's also a big reward in points. 
Oh, totally. I, I mean, you know, Mariah and the rest of the ladies, women's figure skating, it's kind of a, a quad revolution right now and led for the most part, Ed, by Russia, including Alexander Trusova, the first female skater to land the quad Lutz, the flip, the toe in, com in competition. She's also the first senior lady to do two or three quads in a free skate. And that came last year at Nepola Trophy. So... Why are these figure skaters chasing after these jumps so much? Yeah, and it comes down to points, 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 points. I mean, <laughs> who better to actually explain all of this than uh, our good friend and figure skating internet encyclopedia, Jackie Wong. Jackie Wong. He's so amazing on Twitter. His tweets on rocker skating, they're revered in the figure skating world, and he's going to help us break this down. Olympic Channel Podcast. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me. What are these skaters being rewarded for if they're pushing the technical envelope? There is, in a sense, no limit on how many points you can get as a skater in jumps. I say no limit because you can, you can do as difficult a jump as you can, and, and it's rewarded based on the difficulty of the jump. And uh, I say There is a limit because there are only certain numbers of jumps and spins and so forth that you can do in a program. So as opposed to before where everything was capped at 6.0, the, the difference then means that the uh, formerly artistic presentation side of the whole thing does actually get capped because of um, the, you know, it, it's scored out of a 10, whereas, you know, before it was scored out of 6.0. So there's a... There's been recently, you know, over the past 10 years, as uh, technical difficulty has gotten much higher, um, that the technical score of it has become overweighted, um, if you if you will, uh, relative to the the component side, which is the the, the former presentation artistry. But you've basically blown the ceiling off from the house. And people are climbing essentially into the sky with the scores that they're giving or that they're earning on the technical side. Quads have been valued higher in recent years. And so um, they've actually been valued higher and then valued lower and then valued higher and valued lower. There's this kind of push and pull of uh, what they're, what what kind of base value that they're worth. And so um, if you think about the original intent of it being kind of 50-50, It no longer is 50-50 because, like you said, the ceiling is blown off with technical, but the components actually just gets capped at a certain amount. We've been talking a lot about the ladies in this uh, this episode of the podcast, but I, I mean, the technical push for singles, both in the men and the women now, you're looking at a, a sport now where if you don't have a quad in singles, it's an uphill battle. Maybe still a little less so for the women, but definitely on the men's side. Yeah, less so for the women, but if you if you look at it, we just had our the twelfth woman internationally to land a triple axel this weekend, and there there are more and more uh, female skaters doing triple axels, trying quads uh, in practice, and it's it's it is becoming a a different atmosphere there. That is also to say that uh, the men uh, with with that really big shift in uh, the the risk and reward value of the quad back in 2010 after the Vancouver Olympics it's really taken off and and unless i think unless you you see a rebalancing of components uh, versus the technical side 
it's going to be very hard for the technical side to not dominate the conversation when it comes to scores, because that's just how it's going to work. Jackie, thank you so much for that insight. And I really hope you've got a lot of figure skating to tweet about in the coming months. I hope so, too. Olympic Channel Podcast. I think there's just something incredible about seeing anyone complete what is just an unbelievable athletic thing as a quad jump. I mean, if, go try it. Go try and spin yourself round. You won't get anywhere close. It's so unbelievably athletic. <laughs> you and I are still stuck on the single jump, right? <laughs> I mean, that is inevitable, right? But because it is so hard as kind of a skill and because some of these skaters are so young, Olympic champion ice dancer Meryl Davis made an interesting point about how we, as the audience, can help protect athletes. Figure skating, like gymnastics, is a sport where athletes have the opportunity to reach the top or near the top of the sport ahead of puberty, ahead of, you know, those major growth spurts that um, that we hit at a certain age. And having been a, a part of the sport for a long time, oftentimes when athletes hit that growth spurt, when athletes hit, you know, some, some very uh, natural changes, the community sort of has a bit of a step back and says, oh no, you know, changes and how are they going to cope with this? Um, because it is a sport where consistency uh, is key, particularly from a technical side of things. Um, as it pertains specifically to the more difficult jumps. Um, and that's the case for men and, la and ladies, you know, when these athletes are, are hitting their growth spurts and, and natural, you know, changes of their bodies, it is challenging. And yet I think that um, that growth and those changes, generally speaking, are something to really celebrate. And I think that we are at a time in society and in culture where we feel that it's appropriate for anyone and everyone to have an opinion. You know, I think that particularly with a sport that is judged and it's beautiful, you know, in all its sort of like artistic subjectivity, um, there is a time and a place and there are, you know, perspectives that are appropriate for, you know, the community to be able to talk about. As a figure skater, as an athlete, you sort of accept that your skating, you know, what you put on the ice, your costuming, your training, your preparation, all of these things are going to be talked about. And yet I, I feel strongly that we are at a we're at a bit of a crossroads in society, in in our culture, where um, there's a fine line between um, you know, someone's putting them out there and we have a right to um, you know, talk about it. It's sport, it's beautiful in that way. And yet I also think that it's very important to draw a line, uh, particularly as it pertains to young people, where it's really not our business, um, you know, to talk about, to talk about their bodies, to talk about, um, you know, aesthetic appearance to a certain degree. And so it is on sort of all of us to embrace this idea of trying to understand as we all have platforms, as we all have Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever it is, um, you know, there are things that are okay to discuss and there are things that are, you know, only in the hands of, of that person. I think that's a really interesting point that Meryl makes there. 
analysis is good and inevitable, but there is a line and we need to define that as the world evolves. Mm, yeah, it, it's so true. And the world is still evolving, even when a lot of the world is still locked down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was still learning things as well in the, the world and the lockdown, even about things in the past. I mean, I saw uh, Adam Rippon talking about the Christy Yawaguchi performance uh, from 1992 at the Olympics on our new show called Time Machine on YouTube. Go and check it out. Uh, she was Olympic champion back using the old scoring system. She was up against skaters who were doing triple axles, like Tonya Harding. And I mean, she just got creative. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, people have got to get creative now, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I love this breakdown, actually, from Adam. He really digs into what made Christy so great. And Ed, in the end, that helped her earn an Olympic gold medal. I think watching Christy's performance now, it's so interesting because I can see someone who is so totally focused on what they were doing and, and, and not so much on what the other competitors were doing. And the talk was only about the triple axel. Christy was doing variations in spins. She was doing these very difficult transitions that people weren't doing um, back mm. in the early 90s, along with like incredible technique, triple let's triple toe and a free skate, a perfect short program. But you see all of these little variations in outside camel and the free skate, all of these things that really weren't like requirements or other skaters do until they were really implemented in the new judging system almost 12 years after Christy won gold. And I think it was like Christy being like, uh, you know, trying to think how can I separate myself from these other girls that are doing a triple axel or also trying triple triples. And it was obvious that Christy and her whole entire team had this plan of she was just going to go and she was just going to be as good as she absolutely could, which was the best in the world, and, and focus on that. And it was so inspiring. Interestingly, Adam is Mariah Bell's coach. And I think that point he makes there is actually just good advice to anyone, or especially to elite skaters, of course. Like, don't care about what anyone else is doing. Just concentrate on yourself. And you know what? The results might surprise you. And anyway, to sum up, I just don't think there's ever going to be a definitive answer on what should be more important, artistry or technicality. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I think the artistry is always going to be there. And with the technical side of things, Ed, that's where we're going to see the innovation. It's the evolution of the revolutions. And if we look back, <laughs> well, you, if you look back at where these jumps have been, in 2010, Evan Lysacek, he won gold at Vancouver in 2010 without a quad. And at Beijing 2022, 12 years later, Ed, it's almost unfathomable that we won't see a women's winner doing quads. So the sport has to find that balance. And I think that's kind of the challenge of it all. I think that Olympic champion ice dancer Meryl Davis summed it up pretty well. I think it really comes down to points. You know, um, Athletes, particularly with, with this IGS judging system, athletes are able to collect and accumulate points based on, you know, maybe they're focusing more on the technical side of things. Maybe they are spectacular um, artistic skaters with great skating skills. And I think 
part of the challenge as a fan of the sport, part of the challenge of the sport itself is the points are accumulated and then that in turn is translated into results, which as a viewer, you have a bit of a difficult time understanding the direct correlation between point accumulation and the end result. Um, and so I think it's really fascinating. Um, you know, it, it continues to be fascinating, the sport of figure skating and the continued pursuit of the balance between the artistic and the athletic, uh, the technical side of figure skating. Olympic Channel Podcast. Amazing. Big thanks to Nick and all the guests on this week's show. Nick is on Twitter as Nick McCarvel. And we have all our fingers and toes crossed for good luck that we have some competitive figure skating, at least a little bit, to enjoy this year. Uh, big thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay stronger together, and see you very soon. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.